seriously, I think the the I, I what I can't get is what people's stances on with Six Nine is that we're told right. that. We're not supposed to listen to his music at all, and uh, he's a clown. You know what are we doing empowering the snitch when we're supposed to be enjoying Chris Brown's uh, music still? When you know he he did something way worse. I don't know. Let that marinate. I tell a nigga don't think, wow. Don't think, Let that marinate. Wow. Let that marinate. That's too long. I, I just, oh. Let's go. Let's go. Match with the hype. The hype. Guys, he loaded with the shot. <laughs> I know people are killing me right now. I know people are like ready to cut this shit off right now. Don't worry. <laughs> don't worry. I, don't worry. I got a real one. I got a real one for you. Don't worry. We'll, we'll have balance, just like you know the universe needs. Little pop smoke from a real one. <laughs> I'm podcast Thanos. So see that that that's balance, guys. Okay. That, that, that's being a journalist. That's my journalistic <laughs> oh. integrity. Okay. Is, is that balance you know I mean? when it's both New York rappers? When it's New York exactly. Case? I, I, ga- I that gave. Balance? No, no, that is balance because I gave you the New York snitch and scum of the scum, and then I gave you the New York king legend. You know what I mean? Scum of the scum. Wow. Yeah, yeah, scum exactly. Of the scum. You were claiming him as the king right? of New York last. He was your king. Guys, yes. it was a, and then, and then new, it's, it's not your king. But can I just listen? We're not with the hype, okay? We're not with the hype. We're not with the hype. You just you're following the hype right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying any of that. Like you guys are putting words into my mouth and creating an, a, your own narrative. Like six nine, I enjoyed some of his tunes for sure. I dressed as him as for a Halloween costume one time for sure. Uh-huh. But that's about it. Right. That's, I swear. <laughs> look, come on now. It's not, like you guys are swearing that I'm uh, you know f- number one stand for six nine. But you know we'll get it. We'll get it. <laughs> Mandem, mandem, it's not with the ice thing, thing. A war, a war. Walk on, Gabby. The world generous. Yes, speak. yes, yes. yes. Medea, I'm chilling. Still Birthday up. week still going, you know? Yeah, yeah, May Strong, 29. Yeah. It's a big yeah, milestone, yeah. not really. <laughs> What's good, Brampton? Brampton's finest. Finest. The good, deep, positive vibrations. Let's get this going. Mm-hmm. And, of course, it's me with the with the apparent... Six nine smoke. Shop like Shaq. You waste you waste you. Definitely waste you. Off the top. No, I'm not. I swear to I swear to God, I'm not. But you know, as we're talking, we already still see the the birthday celebration. Uh, you know, decorations are still up for for Patrick. So, give us a, a look into your birthday week. <laughs> Tell us about the birthday vibes. We saw some romance going on. Yo, first off, I gotta say, um, shout out, shout out to you guys and the and the and the boys from GH Guelph Humber. Mm-hmm. You know, y'all y'all started it off right. Mm-hmm. You know, surprised mm-hmm. me with a with a Zoom call or a Google Hangout call. Um, so appreciate that, my brothers. Yeah, um, you know, it's good. I had, I had to. Man, we, like, Halifax, he, all the way to here, so it was proper. 
it was it was crazy because uh, that that so basically for some everybody else's context, we had a, a meeting scheduled for the podcast between Brandon Patrick and I, and. I, I know I know that you know people's birthdays, especially during this COVID shit, can probably get a little hectic with a bunch of people trying to reach up to you and everything like that. So I took that as a good opportunity for um, our group of friends to kind of surprise him on that call and just have a drink and just chill and kick back instead of uh, just off rip, just go right into the business. So uh, it, it was it was really cool to to see that you had no idea and uh, you know the, you, you had your business face on <laughs> as soon as you logged in. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. That's, yeah, uh, that was wicked. So that was a good start, man. And then, you know, um, of course, like you said, it's COVID quarantine, so you can't really go out. But uh, I had a couple people call me and FaceTime me during the day, so that was good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my girl took it to a next level and had, like, this whole surprise um, celebration see, set up for me in a sense. So balloons, there's, like, we did a dinner that she cooked that was amazing. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, man, it's just good vibes, bro. So I can't even complain, man. Twenty nine, regardless of COVID, twenty nine's already off to a good start. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah, bro, it's nice to hear. Yeah, that shit looked yeah, delicious. You're really caught on fire. Oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, was, I was totally surprised, yo. But yeah, man. So shout out to everyone that wished me happy birthday. Definitely appreciate that and more life, yo. Yeah, I'm glad you were still able to have a good celebration because uh, circumstances are, aren't the greatest. But, I mean, your birthday came, like, during a time of hope where, like, things are starting to get a little bit more loose and lax. So, yeah, um, yeah. hopefully, that the, you know, we'll remember your birthday as the time that <laughs> COVID started to lose. Legit, legit. I hope you guys get to turn up when it comes around, you know? Yeah, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. Hopefully. hopefully. How's, how's your week, Brandon? Oh, my week was my week was good, man. My week was fine. It's always busy, right? But um, one thing that came to fruition, my the yearbook. I've done yearbook two years in a row now, man. My yearbook is complete. I did that. Yes. What day was it? The, yeah, Friday. Friday is when we finished at like 11, 24 p.m. So, um, you know, we pretty much finished right before the deadline on Friday. So that was really good. Communicating with the students is hard, man, because we're not seeing the students. But, um, yeah, man, the week was good. Obviously, I had that call with Patrick. It was nice to see the homies, of course, but no, mm. it's good, man. Got a lot done this week for sure, man. For yeah, sure, it's good. For sure. I know, I know y'all, y'all take it. y'all take yearbook like serious thing. Like for people <laughs> yeah, that right? don't don't haven't heard yet, like yearbook has been one of Brandon's well. babies over the past. <laughs> From the beginning of the year, this yeah. guy's talking about yearbook, yearbook committee, and <laughs> bro. Do I want to do it? Not really. I'm not gonna, I, know some colleagues, I know some colleagues listen to this podcast, but I, like every teacher, is, they dread doing the yearbook, right? Because it's a lot of work. It's like an extra yeah. job on top of your job, right? But I always get thrown into it because like of our com tech background, because we have like they, they, photography, editing background they say we have. Yeah. So yeah, I end up doing it. end up doing a pretty good job of it. And the kids that are doing it, you, you realize later on, the 10 years from now, you're going to look at a yearbook when you're in grade 12, right? Unfortunately, the kids that I have don't have the chance to, to have prom or, you know, they're going away for that after the week. They don't, they don't have right. graduation. They don't have some commencement, right? So it's, it's one of those things we have, like, a Kobe tribute in our in our yearbook. It's pretty cool. The nice. kids held up, like, Forever Legends, the letters of it. Wow. It's pretty cool. And, um, yeah, so they did, they did a lot of cool stuff with the yearbook, man. So it was a COVID yearbook. But, yeah, man, it's it, I'm glad that's over because it's another, you know, another thing I can put in my resume. done two now, two that two times, right? So two times. I feel like Jordan, it's like Jordan last dance, 93. <laughs> this guy kills it. Yo, let me ask you a question, man, before we get to Shaq's week. Um, you talked about prom. What is that like with kids not having prom this year? Like, are you guys doing anything? Because, you know, like when we were in high school, prom is what you look forward to. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, are you guys doing anything to sort of, you know, reconcile yeah, or make good- up for it? 
That's a really good question. I think they're doing more virtual. Like, there's, it's still in the midst right now with every school doing their own thing. But I feel like it's more like a virtual call or virtual thing where they'll have like, we don't really know yet. But I know that some schools have like gone curbside and like put down like a, a like a garden sign for the kids and done that. Um, yeah, I had like a really emotional talk with one of our um, admin staff about that. She's like, it's been such a tough year. The kids deserve it. This and that. So Damn. it's still in the works, right? My mind's just on the yearbook, but I think there's going to be like a virtual something coming up soon because that's what everyone looks forward to, right? Yeah. Proper. Grade 12. Proper. Yeah. No, yeah y'all, y'all, y'all had Trust good problems back in the day or what? Of course, bro. Legendary. Yeah. <laughs> Did you go to two proms back in the day, Pat? Or I, yeah, yeah. You know, man, like man, like Pat had to do two proms. You know, so it was it was proper. It was proper. We were at Liberty Grand, so if you don't know, that's oh, like one of the biggest venues in the city. This guy, shut up, man. I didn't have a fedora. Don't even talk. There's no fedora this time. You definitely fedora it up. It is. I, I have the silver suit. I the, came with the, the, the nice silver. Oh my god! Oh, that is nasty. <laughs> nasty. The first year, I first tried the silver suit, but <laughs> but no, it was lit. You well, guys didn't have a good time. No, my problem was dope. My problem was dope, and then we went to Wasega right after. So Wasega was like a thing for those that are not in Ontario. Going to Wasega Beach is something that they do after prom. And it's just like a, mm-hmm. that, that's when I got introduced heavily to drinking and like binging and whatnot. Hell right? yeah. So that was a good time. Hell yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think yeah. I told my story not too long ago on the pod with the the Armageddon uh, smoking yes. apparatus and and my first drinking experience. So yeah, I had a good time. Um, yeah. My, what about your week? Nasty. My week. Uh, <laughs> what happened this week? It was it, it went by quickly. Um, I've been just like honestly just getting through shows. I mean, making progress. Like, I mean, that's how I'm measuring time now. Like, where am right, I right. In, C, in in Ozark? Where am I? You know. In doing whatever, but uh, it's been it's been a good week. Can't really complain too much. Um, I realized that uh, I've been going hard on the drinking like almost every day now. So I'm just trying to navigate in this new world, like what I'm supposed to do. Um, but this is this is actually pretty cool because this is a sober pod. So walk on. <laughs> oh, for real? Yeah, yeah. I almost finished my drink. <laughs> oh wait, wait, you had a drink? I thought that was water the whole time. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Vodka, vodka soda, bro. That's like lemonade, dog. You're capping. No, he's capping. That's Smirnoff Ice. That's Smirnoff Ice, bro. He's drinking Smirnoff Ice and he's capping. Yo, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I know we're talking about high school, but no Smirnoff here, bro. <laughs> done that. Um, that's uh, crazy. Yeah. So wait, you're not done Ozark yet? You're not done Ozark? No, I'm not done Ozark. I've been t- I'm, I'm telling you, I'm sipping that like fine wine. You know what I mean? Uh, Yo, do it, though. It's heavy. It's yeah, heavy. Yeah, I know, After, I like, know. Binging it and watching like three, four, five episodes in a row. Don't do that. That's no, we're, okay. I'm, this is the only thing that yeah. I want to talk about about Ozark right now because I know a lot of people listen. And if you're not finished season three, I'm giving you like two seconds before, like, so for you to skip because I'm not going to talk about it for too much. But I'm give you a couple seconds. All right. So um, that 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 Ute and uh, what's his name and that girl, the old lady, the witch. The Wicked oh, Witch Wyatt? of the Ozark. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why and the, and that witch? Ruth. Like, why are they? No, yeah, not Ruth. Yeah, no, no, the old the old lady. Yeah, yeah. Why are they smashing? The witch lady. Snell, Snell. The Snell, Snell lady. Snell. Why are they smashing? It's so gross. Why are they smashing? It's, it's so nasty, man. It's so gross. It's it's like, that's the, the well, like I saw. I, hey, that's the south. That's the south. <laughs> like I, I I saw it coming, but like 
I, yeah. I, I, I hope that that's not what they were doing. Like sometimes like shows like to throw a little sexual tension in, in certain scenes just yeah. to make you think that it's going to happen, but it won't until yeah. they give you a whole sex scene. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking more like mother son type thing. And yeah, then it just went no, by. No. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it was, yeah. Those, those writers are pretty well for that. Yeah. Um, but anyways, um, let's talk about six, nine <laughs> off, off the rip, yes. off top. Uh, yeah, yeah. You got more shots to to fire off. Like, what's good? No, okay. So this is so for everybody that doesn't know, Takashi Six Nine, the clown rapper, you want to call it, goes to jail, um, and basically the way he got out or lightened sentence and separated himself from his gang that was accused of a lot of things, a lot of things that it's not very easy to to walk away from. So it was almost expected that he was going to be in prison for an extended period of time, but did not serve that because he cooperated with the, with the, with the police in, in terms of their investigation about the actual um, gang that he wasn't really a part of, but was leveraging to gain his notoriety, et cetera, et cetera. He, because of COVID-19 and everything, they let him out early. He's out. And then he says May 8th, he's going to drop something and he chooses to drop a music video and draw. And then he he has an Instagram live on the same day. The, yep. So people are like now glued to this guy once again, as if he was never gone, yeah. crushes yeah. the Instagram live record with two million views, crushes, million. crushes a YouTube record for like fastest uh, most for, or most amount of views in like 24 hours. Um, with like something crazy, like a 40 something million views, I I believe. And the whole internet rappers, everybody's like up in arms being like, yo, why are we supporting this snitch? This guy's a snitch. Why? Like you guys got, you know, like this is not like they basically they're losing their shit and they really wish that people would stop paying attention to six, nine because of the, the whole snitching code. I get it. Um, but then when you think, think about six, nine story also. I'm just painting the picture for everybody before we yeah, get into yeah. it. Um, this guy um, wasn't... These people weren't his friends. These aren't people that were loyal to him, per se. These oh. are people that he alleges were stealing money from him, uh, one of which was allegedly hooking up with his baby moms. Um, they, had, cool. they had kidnapped him and tried to kill him. So these are people he's not particularly loyal to. So that's his justification for doing what he did. Then I made the parallel at the, at the top of this episode and just earlier in my thought process, like because Chris Brown and Young Thug just dropped. And I know yeah. we're going to get into that, too. Um, and Chris Brown is a guy we know that had his situation with Rihanna. Mm-hmm. Domestic violence, unfor- unforgivable shit that a lot of the, the majority of us have actually started to forgive. So mm-hmm. when I'm looking at this situation about Takashi Six Nine doing what's the best for him in a situation he obviously put himself in, but has doesn't have any loyalty to these people or doesn't owe them shit from that respect, so he yeah. he does what's best for him and gets him out of that situation, versus Chris Brown, a guy who did what there no man has no man has any excuse for and what he did to Rihanna. But these two are dropping something at the same time, and I'm just seeing the 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 way that people are receiving it. I just mm. found that weird, and I don't know if anybody has ever made those parallels. But thinking that that like thinking like that thinking at, about the situation like that has yeah. me really looking at uh, at this a whole from a whole different perspective than I think most people are. Yo, I hey, think time heals all. 
time heals all. But exactly. one thing I was going to say is, like, you cannot compare. Those are two different components. Takashi six nine situation. He put himself in that situation I did by say surrounding that. himself with these that. individuals that he knew. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I know you said that, but he surrounded them with he surrounded himself with people that weren't really his friends. Mm-hmm. And and the next thing you know, for him, uh, you know, cooperating with authorities, he had a chance to actually be. He finds out obviously his baby mom's was uh, you know obviously one of the guys talking up. The parallel between Takashi six nine and Chris Brown's situation are much different, and I think I think a lot of us were. Out on Chris Brown for years, for years, right? And how mm-hmm. long has this been? It's been over ten. It's been over twelve years since that happened. Right, right, right. right? Mm-hmm. So it's unforgivable stuff for sure. It's unforgivable. But Takashi Six Nine, like you can't justify like the the case. You sign up for this life. This is the life you sign up for. You can't mm-hmm. then come out of it and be like, oh, I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna do the right thing now, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's 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 really. I'm not saying it's wrong what he's doing. I'm just saying. What, comparing those two situations are very, very. I don't, it's just. But, yeah, but it's is it, isn't one like the most unforgivable? One of the most unforgivable things you could do on this planet versus for sure. The for other sure. one is just more of like a selfish and a situation that also on top of that has to do with you and them and not anything to do with me and why me as a consumer gives a fuck. I'm just but, just. I, lo- I love ruffling the feathers. Let me give it to you guys. <laughs> no, no, no. I hear you. You're trying to zag when everyone zigs. Yes, I get it. Yes. I appreciate it. But, like, at the same time, like Brandon said, time heals all. Like, this Takashi thing. Is it it's, because it's, it's so, so quick? New. It's so quick. The Chris Brown thing. And there's still people who don't listen to him, won't listen to him, right, don't right, like him. Right. But, you know, we've had, what, almost 10 years, if not 10 years, to kind of get over that, if you will. And... Yeah, I think that's the difference between the two. Um, Takashi, it's still fresh. And he's also, I think, more polarizing because when he was in the game heavy, he was a troll. He was this Mm -hmm. larger-than-life, full-of-antics type of thing. You know what I mean? And he's a spectacle. Chris Bowen wasn't really a spectacle before the stuff with Rihanna happened. So I think that's why it's so different. That's why everyone's like, yo, so quick to jump on and be like, all right, let's see what Takashi's up to. Mm. You know, um, but I read yeah. it, man. I, like I think I think it's now more of a. I, I like the move for sure too. Like I, I actually respect. I, 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 he's doing numbers right now, right? But it's going to be like a cat and mouse kind of situation, and no pun intended. He is a rat, so cat and mouse. People are going to be chasing him this yeah. entire time, throwing this thing, right? trying to find him because like, just like some people said, you're going to end up either you know, in jail, killed, or, you know, whatever. It's just, you're going to be in jail or you're going to be killed. So I'm not they, saying that people are going to come for Takashi Yeah. What? I was going to say, they've already had to not. relocate the guy. Yeah, they've already relocated yeah. him because he was already spotted. He was spotted on his balcony recording and his neighbor saw him and posted that shit, yeah. so he had to dip. Um, what, what? So you said time, time heals all. So let's say oh. that this situation was where he still had to serve a significant amount of time. Then he came out, took his time to do a rollout, and eventually, maybe a year later or two later, he started putting out music. Um, you know, probably I can't remember back to the to the um, to the time with um, uh, Chris Brown. How what his what his what with his what his rollout was like, or how long it was before he came back to music. Um, mm-hmm. But if, if if it was not so much of like a okay six nine is thrown in jail six nine is in jail for maybe less than a year or about a year or so and then comes out and immediately is doing the same shit and is kind of like still telling everybody to suck his dick and then throwing them the middle finger and shit 
is that why it rubs everybody the wrong way and he it's not like a slow return that is kind of like more of like a a somber uh like humble yeah a somber humble yeah. kind of, of of return i think so he came out just with the same energy the same smoke <laughs> as he went in with you know what i mean like nothing's changed right so i think that's i think for me that's the difference yeah, I, I like literally him coming out and be like, "Yo, we don't have this watch. We don't have this watch. Yeah, we true, can't talk. True, true, true. You can't talk. I got four of them. Like, it's just like, yo, what he's doing is really like it's the same thing as to get him in trouble again. But that's what that's his persona. That that's that's what sold this many records. That's why you can literally do in his music video what Tor Lanes did on Quarantine Radio, you know, and put post it out there. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, it has four. Like it sets all. I remember seeing it. It was probably like. Good a thousand people watched it at the time when it first came out. Next thing you know, it's at like four hundred thousand, one million views. Right? It's crazy what what um it's quarantine, cost six nine, all this happening. It's perfect for him and his rollout. But mm-hmm. yeah, Chris Brown was not out immediately. He, he it took like a year or so, right, Pat? Yeah, probably a year so. before it, he started. It, making it, it, yeah, because there's no way that he's yeah. putting out music immediately in in, in that nah. situation. I know that for for a fact. But yeah. um, I'm just I'm just thinking like if maybe he he did have more of a uh, a, a slow like inclining mm. um uh rollout where it was like hi guys i'm back i'm just gonna take some time to myself and then kind of like you just start seeing him just being with his fam and then all of a sudden yeah, yeah, yeah. He, you know he put he, you, you see him going back to the studio and working on something that's not gonna have the same energy of like yo y'all suck my dick haha you're mad <laughs> you know i'm back <laughs> like that that energy maybe is what rubs people uh, uh, like the wrong way uh, along with the fact that he broke one of the street's most sacred rules yeah, and that's the thing. Like, that's crazy. Like, I was trying to think back. I'm like, there's been no one in the game that I know of that's done this. No. Like, everyone does their time, bro. They just sit in jail and they rot or, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, they release yeah. music while they're in jail and they come back out and it's whatever. But yeah. there's never been an artist in the game that's done this. Um, and the thing is, you see what Bobby Schmurter's doing for his boy. Right? He's in, in there more time so his boy didn't get, like, 12 years. Yeah. Right? So you see, you see those parallels, too, both from New York One's doing it that way when this following the street code. One did not. Like, how is that gonna? The respect's not gonna be. It's not gonna be returned or received well from a lot of people. Right. Like, who's capitalizing off of this right now? Young kids are seen to cost six nine, and it's, they're gravitating towards it. That's what it is. And I think it's a different era too. Like, I don't think Takashi fans are necessarily grew up in the era where you know snitches get stitches. You know what I mean? Like, this is a next generation of youth that are growing up. I don't think mm-hmm. they care about like. I think enough of them would have snitched if they needed to. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think that's the era we live in today, man. Well, I mean, just the whole relationship between a 6ix9ine and this gang, like, that's literally, I feel like, the a cross of two different yeah. breeds and two different generations and schools of thought, which is why we're, 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 we're in this weird space where we're seeing this guy actually being so successful, but also so widely... Un, still unaccepted you know what i mean yeah. like he, yeah, he yeah, yeah. like he, i don't think you're gonna really see too many collabs uh <laughs> you know um but it was funny when i saw tory lanes <laughs> i think he, he, he com- yeah, yeah he commented on this uh basically saying you know he's gonna you know graciously exit right about now that is his record got destroyed <laughs> but uh oh, damn. yeah um that yeah, yeah. So so let's go back to the music though. Let's go. Let's. What did you let, guys... let me ask. Let me just add one, okay, go, go. one more thing. Sorry, sorry. Let me add one more thing too. Takashi Six Nine. This is for all, a lesson for all kids. Just be yourself. Don't try to act cool or try to be something else that you're not. You're not Treyway. 
Okay, you're not Trey. Right? You get into that, you see what happens now, right? Be mm. yourself, surround yourself with people that you want to be associated with, and go from there. So you don't mm. end up like a full like Takashi. Anyways, back um, to the music. Back to the music. What were your thoughts to the actual song? What did you guys think? Yo, I'll be honest. I didn't even really listen to it. Okay. Like, I caught like a couple <laughs> minutes of the video. Yeah. Um, when he did the preview on IG, and that was about it. So I still have yet to take in the full song, but it sounds hype. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds hype. It's a, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely it's, it reminds you of everything he did before, right? Yeah. Like it's, it's the same, it's the same crappy. Gooba could have been on the, on the album he released before he went to jail. Like, you know what I'm saying? Could have been on that 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 album, right? So no, nah, it, it was it was it was interesting to see, but colorful, vibrant. Like he has this new, he's gonna sell a bunch of merch. He's he's being smart with uh, the shark and whatnot. From I think it's finding you. I don't know which movie he's from, but and the bear body, but um, and the bear body. <laughs> It's literally quarantine radio in the music video, right? So it's like, and one girl had him tatted on him. So, bro, anyways, I, yeah. I just think it was smart, but not something I'm going to listen to all the time. You know? mm-hmm. Is, nah, this, is nah. it somebody you oh, listen no, to? No, do, you, do you listen to? Yeah, exactly. That's what I was about to say. Is this a guy that you listen to on the ones but don't really talk about? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in that category now. He's in that category now, bro. <laughs> no, I feel that. I feel that. Yo, it, it might be one of those guys when you're in the gym, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Um, so uh, we brought it up a couple times uh and you know i we we patrick you mentioned we didn't uh talk about it last week yeah um but slime and b came out uh actually this it didn't come out last week this came out like a couple days ago oh shoot okay (laughs) yeah um what what were your thoughts on slime and b did you guys listen to it um it's uh young thug and chris brown's collab project that just dropped yeah, I did. I did. I took that in. Um, you know, I'm not a huge Young Thug fan, but I appreciate mm. I appreciate what he puts out. And Chris Brown hasn't disappointed me on a project yet. Mm. With that said, I was not feeling this one as much as I thought I would. It are you, not, are you surprised? Not, not surprised? I don't. I don't know why. Maybe I was expecting too much. It just didn't didn't go as hard as I thought it would. Man. See, the the problem with me is that I feel like Chris Brown. Uh, He's he as much as he is R and B, he's also so much pop, and yeah. when he skews towards that pop shit, I just don't want to listen. Mm. You know what I mean? So like, there there's a lot Ooh. of songs on here that I would like to throw away, and then there's a, a you know a couple a handful of these where I'm like, okay, I fuck with this, uh, yeah, and then yeah, there's also yeah. a couple of those songs where I'm like, yo, Young Thug saves this shit. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Well, if you listen to like high end back in the day, high end with Chris Brown feature and and uh and young thug slapped right and went so when i when i saw this when i saw this project didn't listen to it all right but mm-hmm. a few tracks obviously go but at the same time it, it didn't give me the same kind of feeling with that track where like you have you have future that can be doing doing this shit you have chris brown doing this his rapping slash like r&b and you have young yeah, thug yeah. just going crazy right so not not the same as high end uh, high end kind of feel i had for sure but yeah. i gotta listen hey. to it all the way through you know what? Nah, save your time, bro. Don't even bother. Really? So there are no standouts for you? I, I'm not going to say there were no standouts, but like near the end of it, where it's like the last two songs are just Chris Brown featuring like Future. E-40 and then yeah. and, um, Too Short and then... uh, Too Short and like Hoodie Baby. Uh, Baby. And like I could do without those tracks, bro. Like Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I wasn't feeling it. What's funny it's, is I, I don't think I even got to that part, point. I think I stopped at like City Girls are stolen because I don't okay. I don't even work. I, I looked and I was like, wait, E forty and and two shorts yeah. on this. Yeah. Um. So I guess they didn't save the project. Nah, like <laughs> it was a decent song, but like you said, it was. There's moments where Chris Brown gets too poppy. 
Let me okay. Let me uh, see. Okay, yeah, you're right. But I'm thinking Pat probably wants to hear more R and B. Am I lying? Same. More R and B in the same. Time That's what I wanted to that. see. Well, kind of. I just wanted like because I wanted Chris Brown to get hype, right? You know what I mean? Oh, like, so I you like thought you so you thought that he Chris Brown was gonna start. Um, getting uh, like having a uh, young thug rub off on him a little bit, yeah, so you can get that man. like almost like that rapper Chris Brown exactly, almost exactly, exactly. But it didn't happen. Mm, when I when I heard Slime and B, I was expecting it to maybe be a little bit more of the like melodic thug. Actually, okay. to be honest, okay, okay. Um, okay. If you wanted, if you want Chris Brown to be hype, you got to listen to the Heartbreak on a Full Moon. Obviously, the forty five tracks. There oh, are yeah. some tracks on there. Of course, it's too many tracks, but yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that, that Chris Brown was not as apparent. In the, you know what's funny stuff, is that, right? like, I literally did not listen to that because I heard of how many songs were on it. So I'm like, <laughs> no, no. I know a lot of people did that too. They're like, that's too much. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. This this album was I. Um, I, I don't know. I'll, I'll go back and listen to it a couple more times because obviously I didn't get through it. But because I like to yeah. give things like a two point five times over. <laughs> Fair. Um, but eh, this didn't like really jump out at me. Um, there's yeah. a couple other projects that dropped. Uh, did you guys listen to Navraj's new project? <laughs> <laughs> I, need, no? I need time to die. <laughs> Navraj. No, no good intentions for I, Navraj. I, I, that's a, that's I, your I brown think, boy, think, bro. Not, that's the, he's on listen, the West End. A lot of people in my area, a lot of people will be supporting Nav. I need I need time to go through. I went through a bit of the the project, and I, I it's, it's the same Nav that we got from yeah. the last the last project, right? So yeah. nothing has changed at all, right? So mm. I think I like the last project better, but I still got to go through the entire the entire. I'm gonna give Nav his uh, his flowers, Brown Boy. <laughs> yeah, no, I have not listened to Nav. I'm, I don't listen to Nav. I won't be listening to Nav. <laughs> Yeah, so <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> you um, miss me with that, bro. But I, but I do enjoy that line on Brown Boy. What do you say? Uh, he says, "Still live with my mom and dad. I hate them both." Like what? Bars, But I, I think I did like um, "Run It Up" featuring Pop Smoke, uh, and then there was uh, um, yeah. that song "Recap" featuring Don Tolliver. Um, okay. I, I think yeah, I think Don, I, yeah, the Don Tolliver track goes. I think um, Nav is he's, he's good in smaller doses, and maybe that's why we're like, yo, I can't listen to, I don't want to listen to a whole Nav project. Uh, I think the, mm. the 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 Siri robot voice is like a little too much in like large doses. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. and like I think a lot of yeah. his, his his sound kind of like blends together, so it's hard to like differentiate what certain songs are too. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I think like if I if I were to just like pop out one or two of these tracks into another playlist i'm with it but like i can't really this wasn't as like it's not a body work i'm going to listen to top to bottom not even close no i hear you i I think i think i think malik needs to do some cover work for uh for navraj because bad habits (laughs) his last album is the exact same font yeah 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 intentions (laughs) something needs to happen but one thing too bad habits i thought was better because he yeah, it was a good body. It was like his first really good, like it's, it's an introduction album, right? I thought it was yeah. a lot better than what he had from what I've listened to so far. Mm-hmm. He should have let that breathe a little bit longer. Like you, you do, like I think everyone's every rapper's just at the point where they want to just release music right now because everyone's at home. It's mm-hmm. like, it, yo, you don't need to rush this stuff. This could have easily waited for another year or something. Like, not a year, but a little bit longer to get out. But. Yeah. That's my, my take. I don't know. I thought this album was going to be better because I feel like the single he dropped earlier, Turks, like to me, that felt like it was going to be like it, like this was going to be hard. Like, I feel like he, I, I thought, OK, maybe he he figured out his uh, his um, 
his sound. He knows, uh, you know, you know, he, he, he's, he's gone through a lot as an artist from being that like little brown boy that's like begging for attention to like, all right, this is my lane. This is where I'm going to be. And okay, cool. I get it. Uh, so I, I, I expected it to be a little bit better um, with, with Turks being the, that single. Cause I thought yeah. that single was hard, but again, that was like a little dose of nav with yeah. both Gunna yeah. and Travis Scott. So exactly. It's different. <laughs> too much, too much nav is not a good thing, bro. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You get that. You get that in small doses. Um, another project that dropped. There's so many. There's so many. Uh, I don't know if you guys listened to um, Lil Durk's project that just dropped. It's uh, what's it called? Uh, just cause y'all waited to. Yeah. Anybody take a listen? Uh, I listen. I listened to. Nah. I, I went through it. Um, it's one of those. Cause like Lil Durk, he he came out like as a rapper who's like rapping, rapping, and then he became he then he switched it up and kind of went more like the the softer melodic. I'm more or less singing route uh and to me that's never been my favorite dirk um but he does give you a little bit of that other dirk that i'm talking about um he's he's got a couple songs on here that's cool like they'll they go back like you can go back and listen to this as a project itself but to me this goes in the in the bag of like i'm it's it's my cleaning music um you know it's like i I don't don't feel like i don't feel like listening to sir because that's a little soft right now so i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna gonna listen to some dirk right now that's that's what this music was for me (laughs) i gotta go through the entire thing but but speaking of nav and speaking of dirk when they get together in a collab those tracks are usually flames you throw tracks are really really are are, are usually dope but yeah yeah. once again at least he's releasing music and Davies is not. At least he's actually working, you know? Davies wow. is not doing anything. Yo, Davies is working, man. Don't even talk some sh- Don't. <sighs> <laughs> Number one stammering. You're going to make me play some Davies <laughs> on this podcast right now. I have like a little Davies commercial break. He's working on those summer threes, bro. <laughs> no, Davies is, I think he's actually, he's actually working on uh, his next mixtape with uh, Styles P. And I think he's also oh, yeah. working on his solo project that's supposed to be coming out. So. True, true, true. I'm waiting, guys. Don't worry. <laughs> Yo, one more, one more project. That dropped. Of rap? What was that? Is he the Andrew Wiggins of rap? Jesus but, like, Christ! So much whoa, potential. Whoa, whoa! I like wow, that actually. Wow, I, I like it take. a little bit. I like. I couldn't even say my piece. Yo, let's talk about this. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me get, let me get the the, the, the drops right because like, you know I get excited when I when when a hot take happened. There we go. Hot air. Nigga, let's talk about it for a little bit. All right, that's loud. I can hear that. But let me let me just preface it like this, all right? For all you Davy stands out there, including Shaquille, Alexander Cox, right over here. I shop of the chat. The whole govy. These people got get the whole govy. <laughs> you can edit that out. <laughs> Davies has, since for five years, right, has been said like, a lot of people have been claiming him as like the next New York rap god for many for a long time. Mm-hmm. Ever since now, I would say all, to, all up to this point, he's been like Andrew Wiggins. He's about to sign his second contract with another team. He's mm-hmm. supposed to be this great player. Now we realize, oh, it's all hype. And we're not with the hype. So what is happening? Is Dave the Andrew Wiggins of hip-hop right now? Ooh. Ooh. Um, I got to agree with this, man, because you said, we've been talking about Davies for a minute. like, And this is not even like year one or two like Davies has been one of those names you heard about and yeah just still waiting he gives you a little bit he shows you a little bit of what he could be just like Wiggins Wiggins might drop you know 30 point game yeah. might get you those assists get you those numbers 
but that's few and far between. It's not consistent. So I like this one. I, I, I like it, I guess. Fuck. But, um, yeah, it makes sense to me because we've been expecting a whole lot more from him, uh, especially myself. As you know, I'm, I'm in the top one percentile. Of, You're mad. I'm mad. You're mad. Yeah. Oh, you know what? You're Fuck it. We're, we're gonna bump some Davies. There you go. How's that? How's that? You ready? <laughs> Come on now. Come on now. Shop like shot. Don't tell me this is not hard though. I know he can't. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> I know, I know you know. You know what it is. You know what it is. I don't think he can come out with like he hasn't come out with a whole project in a while yeah. that has been a good yeah. body of work. Like he's had a couple Lucys that like work for at least the Davies fans that exist already. But there hasn't been like a yo. This project is it. He hasn't had a single that is hit. He like he he's had good music, and Bro. then he's got like good Lucys, but like. The, uh, the albums haven't been in for me. I didn't like the album, his, his actual first debut album. I wasn't a fan of it. The second one was Survival was better, but yeah. Anyways, bro, he's about to J Electronica. Okay, listen, J Electronica he, is a clown. No, 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 J Electronica is a clown because he just he just didn't release any music. <laughs> I don't even know what J Electronica sounds like. He's the best rapper I've never heard. <laughs> all, all I'll say, all I'll say is that when it comes to Davies. You cannot let Navraj lap you in two years and not release, uh, you know, uh, an album, right? You need to feed your fans this content. It's a content industry, content world we're in. It. Whatever, man. <laughs> I Yo, mean, listen, I- I, go for it. Go, go, go. No, 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 no. Finish, finish your thought. No, I, just I was just going to say, say like, I, I will gladly be publicly completely disappointed and deflated if he comes out with another um, project that is completely mid. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. We'll, we'll leave fair. it there, yo. We'll yeah. leave it there. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. I, I, I was on a hype chain. I yeah. was on a hype chain when Andrew Wiggins was getting drafted. I was like, this guy's oh, yeah. about to be a goat. Mm-hmm. Like, Draft what it, happened? Bro. So I did it. Hey, now, now we realize what it is, right? Yeah. Um. Fuck, what, what do we have on the docket now? Yo, Pastor Govey, give me, give me something off the docket. Because the thing is, I throw things on, on, like in terms of clips, and I think that's why we yeah. never go. The clips aren't the docket. <laughs> Listen, we, we need to one day we'll have a wild thing. Because we're doing this obviously digitally. This is a wild thing that happened. Uh, I'm going to get into this for Earl Thomas. Yes. Earl Thomas, all right, of the Baltimore Ravens uh, was caught. Uh, oh, this, is this, this then the nasty dude? Yes, this yeah. is the nasty oh dude. Oh, my right? God. Yeah, yes. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about that. So right. Earl Thomas of the Baltimore Ravens is all pro safety, all right? Great player, came from the Seahawks. I can go all out on that. Was caught cheating with his brother. So caught cheating by his wife <laughs> in a bed mm-hmm. with his brother and woman. That was the headline. Caught in bed with his brother and woman. That's nasty. Right? So nasty, bro. Super, super nasty. So with that being said, this went once again. They're going to court. I, I don't know how they're going to court during COVID. I don't know. What, he's not social distancing, obviously, with being with his brother and, and women. So, so with, with this story coming out, and apparently, no, it was in. I, think, I believe it was in February. It was in February. It was, it was a while ago. It was, I believe it was in. March. Oh, so this happened already from before. Like, this, this the story yeah, just, yeah, yeah. just came out. 
it just it, yeah, teams he caught on to it, and you know, when teams he catches on to it, they don't get a goal, they don't let go, and that happened. So yeah, probably the wildest story happened in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Sorry, it was yeah. in, no. I was just saying it was in April when this stuff happened. April, April. There we go. April, not too long ago, right? But this happened, and uh, pretty much the wildest story. A lot of people are saying that him and his brother. First of all, that's nasty. <laughs> hey yo, what right? the fuck? This story is this just the wildest story we've had all year. <laughs> yeah, it's yo, it's crazy, bro. First of all, to have a threesome with your brother as the next dude in there, that's just that's 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 one. And then two, for your girl to find it and then to hold you at gunpoint because you're cheating on her. I think she does if I'm Yo, what do what do we get for it, bro? She needs something, like, bro. Like, okay, first off, first off, I think you're gonna find that the majority of men aren't really like too keen on like the idea of like the devil's three way, and there's a reason why people say like, yo, that's the devil's three way, <laughs> right? Yeah. And then to layer on top of the fact that like, okay, whatever, that, that's your preference, it's your, or you're into it, or you're cool with that, whatever. It's your brother. Huh. That's nasty, nasty. <laughs> like, what the hell? There's certain, like, yeah, y- like me and my brother don't even talk like that to <laughs> each other. You know what I mean? You know mean? Like, I, what? Yeah, no, not me. And your brother's not talking like that. That's a wild. Yeah. Well, hey, it's one of those things. It's like your brother's in your entourage, right? You're safe. You make a lot of money, but you're married too with kids. Your wife holds holds a gun at you at gunpoint, and you wrestle. You find a way to wrestle it away from her. Wow. Uh, but the people, the people that came on with the story that actually exposed it were the women that were that were caught. They're the ones that, that were so. Like told there, there, so is there multiple gone. women, or is it just like one girl and these two dudes? Multiple women. Also, yeah. they were just having a. I was gonna say a gay old time, and I didn't, it didn't, didn't mean it like that. But like, you know what I mean? <laughs> They're having a jolly old time. Yo, but take it how he They're got caught. COVID moment. Take COVID it how he got caught. Oh, like, oh my God. This would only happen in 2020. He got caught because of a Snapchat video. Oh my like gosh! She saw him upload. She saw him upload a video mm-hmm. of himself, and there's a next chick in the bed. And Why? so wait, he just uploaded that on his like the story, I guess it is on Snapchat. Yeah, like she found it on either his or his or the brother's Snapchat. But the fact that they're out there like recording this, y'all are just trying to get caught. Like, what are you doing? What's happening here? Man? That's nasty. Yo, you know that you know that meme. You know that, you know that meme with the girl on one side saying, "Oh, he's probably thinking about girls right now." Or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was one with Earl Thomas. He's like, "Damn right, I am." <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, man. So Yo, why does this stuff always happen in Baltimore? Eh, Baltimore is bad, I, yeah. bro. Yeah. But but it comes yeah it's just it's just really wild story it's really why, sad that, that 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 has to happen but why does the NFL yeah, have like the wildest headlines like the NFL is the Florida of professional sports <laughs> yes <laughs> it fully is the NFL is the Florida of professional sports like you can't tell I me that, that you haven't heard the most wildest shit come from shit over there like people loot like a man lost his job for kneeling yeah facts facts. <laughs> Come on, and you have the yeah, like come on. You have movies like Concussion, yeah, like shit's you're, nuts. Shit's yeah. nuts over there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, once again, you got you got to factor that 
on these teams is around 40 to 50 people on the team, right? So imagine that for like how many teams, like 30 teams. So mm-hmm. there's going to be more stories. Plus these guys are getting hit, hit randomly. Like on the, I, think it, I think it's more the nature of the sport. Team. I think the nature of the sport and uh, I guess a lot of the racist, r- racial undertones behind it right. as well. Um, mm. Yes. So yeah. that that that's at play that I think a lot of these other leagues don't have. Like you definitely don't really have that in the NBA. You kind of had that at the Clippers for a little minute, but little that's bit, not yeah. even a thing. You know, you know that that was like the thing about the NBA. It was weird when Donald yeah. Sterling was like that. The NFL. Yeah. That's probably kind of normal. Yeah. Yeah. And you know yo, I, mean? I, I found it hilarious that uh, Earl Thomas tweeted out, "Hey, uh, please give my wife and I some privacy. <laughs> We're just going through this." Like, no, yeah. we're not giving you privacy. You're following the family. We need answers, bro. <laughs> we're not giving you privacy, y'all. He ain't no yeah, privacy. We need answers. Yo, the NFL <laughs> is wild, though, because you just had the story with um, oh, uh, Jay Cutler and his wife, like, filing for yeah, divorce. Yeah. And, like, it's crazy. Basically, she's telling him to get a job, yo. <laughs> no, no, that's what he told her to get a job. But apparently, I, I researched this. Jay Cutler's a. a, a pretty much a retired quarterback now made hundreds of millions of dollars through his contracts for some reason teams gave him that much money um but he's married to the girl from the hills yeah Kristen cavallari i don't know if you guys know about hills from from mtv yeah um, she actually has her own show and i yep. think even like a cooking channel or something like that so like they have money jewelry company, he, like, yeah julie company yeah drew company too so he actually froze all the assets in his in his bank accounts and told her to get a job that's a, that was a headline but that's not yeah a lot of stuff going on not only the the African Americans, but even the uh, you know the Caucasians as well. The league. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's it's wild. <laughs> it's wild, bro. That's a crazy league, man. Like you don't see that in the NBA, uh, Major League Baseball. Occasionally, there might be someone sleeping with someone's wife. Um, Yo, I saw league. I saw that in the NBA uh, back when uh, Gilbert Arenas and Nick Young were on the same team on the Wizards. Apparently, uh, Gilbert Arenas would sleep with. Uh, some of his girls, uh, I would say Swaggy P's girls, to teach him that, to teach him a lesson that these thoughts aren't loyal. I'm assuming those are in his words. So, wow! Wow! Uh, yeah. That, what? Yeah. They have, they have they have the funniest yeah. oddest relationship I've ever seen. Like I saw another. Most did you see Did you see the the clip of him playing around with his ki- with uh, Nick Young's kids? Yeah. This guy was like antagonizing his daughter because she's scared of dogs. So he was just barking like a madman, and she was bawling her eyes yes. out. Then he's roasting the other kid and calling him like cross-eyed and shit with his because he's got thick ass glasses and to his face. I'm like, what the hell's wrong with this guy? This is this is why a man tried to shoot him in his locker room. Yeah, he's kind of bro. He's yo. Is he worse than is he worse than Jordan? Uh, he yeah, because he did not win. Uh, <laughs> he didn't win. <laughs> you know, he can't get away. Play with Jordan in Washington. Yeah, but but speaking of um, speaking of just like racial undertones too. Yeah. Let me get into the Ahmed Aubrey. Uh, yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah. You want to go into that? Yeah, man. So this is this is a sad story, man. Um, you know, it happened happened back in February in a suburban town in Georgia, and um, yeah, man. If you haven't heard by now, we'll give you a quick synopsis. But um, young twenty at the time, twenty five year old. Um, black man unarmed was running jogging in his neighborhood his name was uh, Ahmad Arbery um, jogging through his neighborhood as he does all the time and these two uh, father and son um, basically followed him and execution style like murdered him in his street uh, not in his street sorry but in the neighborhood as he was running 
with shotguns. Um, they said that they thought he was fit the profile of a suspect who had been robbing and committing robberies in the neighborhood. So they tried to be visual antis. Um, again, he did not. The police came out and said he did not fit that profile. He was unarmed. Um, there was a video that surfaced uh, this week, and it made headlines. A lot of celebrities got behind it, were sharing it. A lot of people were talking about it. And um, from February until now, they did not charge those people. Mm -hmm. It only took until this week where the uh, law enforcement finally stepped in and charged these guys with murder. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it was absolutely disgusting, though. Um, you know, the, the Demo Democratic uh, president nomination or nominee, um, Joe Biden, he came out and said, this is no different than lynching in the Jim Crow era in the U.S. <laughs> yeah. So it was absolutely disgusting. I don't know if you've seen the video, if you guys saw it, but um, it's don't watch it if you have a weak stomach. Um, it was absolutely disgusting. Honestly, man. like I, I was conflicted when I first started seeing every all these celebrities sharing this stuff and I had no clue what it was about at all. Um, but when it it did hit my timeline where I, the video was there, I was like, okay, like, I kind of feel like it's one of those things that, like, I can't be ignorant to and I should kind of know what's going on. Um, yeah. So I saw it and it, it was exactly what you're saying. Like, the, the like, he, he was completely, ex it was executed. It looked like he was being hunted. Like, yeah. he had no chance. It was just, yeah. Um, it was, it was, it's, it, it's jarring to see it from, I think, on top of that, like a, a a, a black Canadian uh, yeah. perspective because that looks so remotely distant from what we experience on a day-to-day -day basis. And we kind of take that for granted and like assume that like this shit, like you said, is of the Jim Crow era and is not of 2020, but like um, white supremacy, racism, bigotry, lynching, all that shit is still very alive and well. And I think, time to from time to time we're getting moments like this that are a huge wake-up call um for a lot of us who, t who who like i said live in our own bubbles and take it for granted there was also another situation that i saw too with uh, uh i think a, a dude that was on on his facebook live um and he he, he was also murdered he was murdered by the police in this situation i won't talk more about that one because i, I don't have the details um with me right now but there, there was just the, two of those moments that happened this week and i think sometimes like these are the, the the moments that kind of recalibrate us as people to kind of like take action or mobilize or at least like start to look at things for the reality that they are that we're living in still in 2020. Yeah, hundred percent. We're still living in it, and it, it, it's crazy. You always think that we we've taken strides to get past it, right? And like we have in many ways, but being as a black like males in Canada, much different than what what happens in the south. Yeah. Right? But I, I chose not to watch the video. I, I it's just just the people sharing it too. I'm like, what? Yeah, I still yeah, was questioning yeah. that in yeah. a sense. But um, yeah, like, what's going on? It's, it's it's super unfortunate. And what do you even say to young black males? Like, you can't even go out and like exercise yourself. Like, you can't even right? go yeah. and do, like it's it's such a. I've never seen anything like that or heard anything like that. It was crazy to hear. But like, right when once again, rest in peace to um and Audrey, uh, because that's that's. Yeah, it's unfortunate, man. Super unfortunate, yeah. and he doesn't deserve that. And they deserve life in jail forever. forever. 100%. And that's the thing that got me, man. Like, the point you made about what do you say to to young black people out there? Um, you know what I mean? Like, I think about this as myself. Like, you know, when situations happen, you automatically, you know, you think about what is, what, how does this, like, impact me? How would I handle that? And, like, 
I go for bike rides all the time in my neighborhood. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and yes, we're, we're living in Canada. It's a little bit different, but we just saw someone execute people in Nova Scotia. Like, right, you know what right. I mean? People are walking around with these weapons that are meant to, to cause mass harm. Like, do I need to be fearful? Do I not go outside? Now? I think, it, like, I think in these small towns, you gotta, you gotta be a little bit more aware too. Cause like, like you said, like you brought up that small town shooting that we had here in Nova Scotia as well. Um, I think a lot of the problem with these places too is that they're not policed in the same way that we are in these larger cities that we're accustomed to. So, yeah. they're, they're like the fact that these the, this father and son got away with this for months, and I, I it's it baffles me. I can't imagine there being a scenario where there's a body produced. Um, he yeah. was obviously murdered. Um, I'm yeah. sure that the family already had a funeral and shit for this guy, and like this father and son is what just at home chilling like who told who yeah. said oh you're good to go who said that like right. who right. At, at what point is anybody not thinking yo this is fucked yeah. like from a law enforcement yeah. standpoint from anybody that's yeah. around like from the funeral to the law enforcement to the hospital to the everything like somebody at that has to yeah. like raise a flag and i'm i and i'm sure that there were at certain points and levels because it did get to the point where we're seeing the every the masses um reacting but like fuck like that was crazy for me to see that was nuts man like for months these people got away with it and like the video that was shared was apparently there the police had that from february of course they did and they looked at it the uh attorney um general like all those people they they, sorry the district attorney they looked at it Mm -hmm. and no one made any charges they thought these guys were justified in their actions so i think all of everybody involved in this investigation initially needs to be charged with some shit because that's fucked and that that needs they need to actually i feel like this is a situation where you kind of have to send a message to the rest of um the country the world like this is yeah. not okay, and if you're going to be a bystander and allow something like this to happen and be swept under the rug and say this is normal and normalizing this behavior, we're going to have to say, "Yo, you're you're part of the problem, and we're going to have to get you out of power. We're going to have to get you accountable from a legal standpoint as well." Yeah, mm-hmm. it has to for sure, for sure. But yeah, even, even that situation, even if you think about the ones in the past, like mm-hmm. like all of them happened have in the past in Baltimore, especially too, like the same thing should happen. All of those people, especially the law enforcement, the district attorney, all the way down to police officers, should be held accountable. Yeah, exactly. there has to be accountability. Exactly. Yeah. So I agree. No, it's, it's 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 something I don't, I don't really like talk. It's, we have to talk to it to bring to bring change to it. But it's yeah. such a sad moment because, like, once again, on any anyone, if you have your racially profiled, profiled, you can be in the same situation. It, it's so sad that we we're living in this world, right? So, yeah, evil world. We live. Yeah, no, for real. Yeah. Um, like, like you said, we mobilize after this, man. We, you know, we stay. I don't want to say woke. I'm not going to say that, but yeah. we can't be ignorant to the fact that this is still happening, yeah. and we just got to support ourselves as a community, man. Yeah, factual. Sure. Um, another uh, like. Another thing that's kind of like uh, an interesting headline, controversial somewhat, I guess, um, is that uh, I'm not sure if you guys know Jim Jim Gaffigan. Uh, He's an actor. Uh, So he's set to uh, portray um, Toronto's late mayor, uh, former mayor, Rob Ford, in a series that's going to be on AMC. Um, I can't believe that. I I can't believe that at all. And if you don't, if you're not familiar with Rob Ford for whatever reason, I do encourage you to do a a good YouTube search because there's a lot of clips that that are very defining of of the type of person and the things that were going on at the time when he was mayor, which is 
like how does it how does the mayor of toronto end up on jimmy kimmel like you tell me that right um right so he, he like you know smoking crack to um what were some of the other, he was it's like saying things uh like so he, uh, yeah, he makes pretty crazy yeah <laughs> speaking, oh, of speaking in Patois, uh you know saying saying that he has enough more than enough pussy yeah. to eat at home uh <laughs> like this guy was killing the headlines um he was nuts man and then him like his let's not forget his actual antics as mayor yeah like he he said some stuff about women as when he was in the office too man did like, he he was, uh, I mean, he was a surprised. wild guy bro <laughs> well i've seen some footage of some stuff he would do in he would be pushing with like, women it was really what was going on in toronto was a circus at the was. time that he was in office you don't know how 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 uh how um overjoyed i was the day that uh our boy amori and i ran into him at the liquor store Man, like I was like, wow, a real life celebrity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked to him for a minute, but um, yeah. So, what are your thoughts on this being an AMC series? Like, I think this is gonna be a crazy show. I'm only a little bit wary oh, about like how distant from reality this might end up being. Did, did Doug Ford go out and say like? Hey, uh, we're in COVID. Yeah, yeah. Release, release the documentary. Release, release the show. No. Like, what did Doug? I don't, I don't think Doug has. Family? I don't think Doug has to do with this. Um, no. But it, it, yeah, because I, I saw this. I don't even know where I saw this headline, but yeah, it's it's coming. I don't know how soon, yeah, but he's casted, and they're gonna they're gonna do it. Yeah, um, I I just hope they do it right because one thing, I, and I said this to you guys before, is like. American media portraying stuff that happens in Canada can often get skewed because they don't understand. The they cultural think we're just context. Like our culture is completely different, man. Like, you know what I it's mean? True. Our laws are different. Our, our way of speaking, our way of life is different. No, even so down I, to I the, right. yeah, even down to the, the Patois video, like if, the, when yes. they cover that, I'm going to be like really <laughs> super. And I think like every other Torontonian super hyperly yeah. critical to that, because I think they might just, the, I, I, they, I still don't think they fully understand like, that some white people will kind of, you know, yeah. do that a little bit, but like, or, or how prevalent the patois is in, in Toronto. But I, yeah, I can't wait to see Yo, that. They better not do it like Luke Cage. Like if they get like oh the same my God. in the Luke Cage season, I'm not watching this. Movie. I'm not watching this series. Get Bushmaster. Put Bushmaster. <laughs> yes, yes, Chet. Yeah, Yo, Chet watch. They'll have they'll have Chet Hanks playing a Toronto man. Man like Chet yeah, from Scarborough. <laughs> Man like Chet. Yo, you know he's from Rexdale. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, they got to do a good job with it, man. They got to they gotta represent properly. And, and the thing is, every time they take somebody from Toronto and try to represent it in an American manner, it usually ends up being not offensive, but like, yo, that's not really how we are. Right? Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully it's done properly and it's released during, well, it's not going to be released during COVID, but nah. yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Do, do you guys actually generally feel like uh, Torontonians are like a, a misunderstood or uh, people? Um, by, by the oh, states, yeah. <laughs> like 100%. they just they just don't get it. They don't get it. They don't get it. Look at how they, they treat Drake, man. <laughs> like, yeah, they, they won't. They won't get. It. They don't. They don't understand. They always say, "Oh yeah, Toronto's a great place," but they don't really understand how much with the uh, it's just diversity. It's it's a hotbed for diversity, and they don't really realize exactly what what we do. And remember when Drake was on SNL. People were like, yo, what's yeah, this guy yeah, yeah, on? Yeah, yeah. We're, we're yeah, like, yo, that's yeah. Toronto. That's really Toronto, right? So True. similar to that. Yeah. 
Yo, uh, even my family in Jamaica roast me because like I'll mix the patois in with just regular Toronto right, right, man right. speak, and they're trying to call me out. I'm like, fam, I'm not speaking full patois. Like I know what I'm saying here. You know what I mean? <laughs> and they're like, no, cause I know how you say it. And I'm like, come on, like I know what I'm saying. Here. Like leave me alone. You know? Listen, party. Listen, party. <laughs> party. Party. Do they call you Patty or Patrick? Neither, bro. <laughs> what do they call you, Junior? Junior. <laughs> <laughs> Jr. That's it, man. That's it, man. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I think I kind of wanna wanna end off unless you guys have any other more any other topics. Uh, we brought up Michael Jordan as we've been doing every week because I get two more episodes. Um, there was one headline that was kind of wild, but kind of in line with who Jordan was. It was the fact that apparently, like, Horace Grant wasn't allowed to eat on the plane one time <laughs> when he had a bad game. So uh, yeah. the stewardess came around and was about to give Horace Grant his meal. And then uh, Michael said, nah, don't give him that. He, he can't. He's not allowed to eat, basically. Um, and then everybody had their, their take and their opinions on it. And then before uh, I'll let you guys jump in, there, there was also a clip. I'm not sure about which episode from Last Dance it was, but it was about his teammates basically coming out and saying, yeah, hell yeah, Jordan was an asshole. Yeah, he would say some very off-color shit. Like, he would be fucked up. But he pushed us, and we were able to win championships. And, uh, you know, Scottie Pippen was saying, we needed a guy like that in our locker room and shit like that. So everybody kind of allows this behavior and says, all right, well, this is what we'll – I mean, we'll take it if we're going to win. Um, yeah. What were your thoughts when you were you, yeah, you were hearing I, I, this shit? Yeah, you, you realize too. Since 1990, all the way to I think to 98, they never lost more than three games or two games in a row. Mm-hmm. I think it was three games in a row actually. They never won a three game losing streak at all. So if you mm-hmm. see that, obviously Jerry Cross did a good job putting the team together. Phil Jackson was like the best coach at that time. In order to the, for them to to get to that level of being so dominant, get over the bad boy Pistons, like Ewing, Starks in New York, like they, they needed Jordan to be that guy to be in their face, right? But take, the horse grand story. Take food was, from their mouth? <laughs> you can't eat. I was getting that. I was getting that. I know, that, I know. That, that's pushing it for sure. But Horace Grant, like, once again, he, he got blamed for, for telling that media uh, – the writer pretty much about the Jordan rules, right? Remember that book that came out where he yeah, yeah, told them yeah. a bunch of stuff exposing. Yeah. So Horace Grant is still probably Jordan holds some animosity for him still to this day, right? So yeah, I, yeah, I I think it's wild what he did because no other no like LeBron's not doing that, Tom Brady's not doing that, you know, those guys, other greats are not doing that, right? But at that time, it's probably what actually spoke to them when he rather needed mm. it, right? Bro, no next man can tell me I can't eat a eat a meal, bro. You're you not know, coming to me and telling me I can't eat like. That's wild, bro. No, but no, no. Full fight. We're fighting. You can't do We're that. Fighting. You can't take food out of a man's mouth. Like, what are you doing? And like, <laughs> and, and on top of that, like, I, I'm surprised that there wasn't because, like, I don't know if you guys got this sense from the doc, but I feel like there was a little bit of resentment between Horace Grant and Michael Jordan where, like, oh, he yeah. felt like he should have got a whole lot more shine than he did get. Yeah. And I'm surprised if a man is feeling that way and then Michael Jordan's like, yeah, you're not eating today. <laughs> then that's, that's hands. That, honestly, and yeah. like, Horace Grant's a good player, bro. Like, he wasn't as consistent, yes, all the time, but he put up stats, bro. Like, he's mm-hmm. one of the key reasons why they end up winning you know, yeah. those three titles at that point, right? So, I don't get it, man. But once again, he, he can still thank the Jordan for giving him that big contract to go to Orlando, right? Remember that time yeah. when he went to Orlando? So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jordan has some try to go. I've, I've paid 
you for this. I've, I've done I've done this, <laughs> right? But no, no man's going to tell me not to eat on the plane. Like, that's ridiculous. Right? And you're a professional basketball player. If yeah. it, that pretty much means that Jordan was above the law in Chicago. Of course. It means he was above the... Because you think about, like, everything. if you think about a professional basketball team, this is not the same as your high school basketball team, right? Because okay. so, so yeah. a professional basketball team means everybody on that team was the best and is a legend somewhere. Yes. Right? Yeah. So you're yeah. not going to tell yeah. me, legend from my town, my city, I killed it yeah. in college, I have a yeah. career already in the league, I'm putting up numbers right now that I'm not eating just because you're <laughs> averaging more points than me. Right. Just because yeah. you're the captain of the team, you're not telling me I'm not eating food. <laughs> yo, you remember, okay, another thing too, yo, you remember the time when uh, there was a, one of those rookies or a player asked Jordan for, for a ticket because we had all these tickets? He like, it's almost oh, like yeah, mom, yeah, yeah. It's almost like mom and dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Money. Like that, giving you money to go to the, the little supermarket, right? Like it was crazy. I'm like, that clip was really, really funny to me. What, where he's like, he's like, yo, I, you basically got to go to God to get these tickets, and he's like, you just did. <laughs> you just That's did. Crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, yo, yeah. But, but there are a lot of times where he used to call himself God to other people. Like, yeah, you're playing God right now. Like, it's, yeah, yeah. So apparently, I mean, LeBron calls That's him Black Jesus. Man. LeBron calls him Black Jesus. So seriously, yeah, he called him Black Jesus. He said, like, when he met him, like, that's the, yeah. the vibe. Like, he's like, yo, like, this is me. He, he referred to him as Black Jesus. Wow. 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 High praise. I get, yeah, that's that's hectic. Yeah. But yeah, one thing I will say about, um, you know, a couple of the episodes and just seeing what's happening now with the Jordan 1, like, releases, the, the re-releases of some of the Jordan 1s, I don't think we'll ever see another athlete have that impact that Jordan had with a sneaker no. company with a clothing apparel company like none of these guys you mean the popularity and the hysteria around getting yeah, like, new drops like, the new drops like we're talking what almost 30 years after the fact you know mm. what i mean I th- I th- I, what i think so why i think that is is if you look at like just from me growing up comparing like because lebron he also went the route of going lebron one lebron two whatever yeah. right and yeah. Uh, most of like 99% of his shoes are like on the court shoes don't yeah. really look like you something you wear when you're walking yeah. around so but Jordan's those are fire you mm-hmm. like I, I I feel like it's almost blasphemous to play basketball in those to be honest mm-hmm. at this point so mm-hmm. uh yeah. That that that's why I think a lot of this is, and I think no players, every player is making because the technology in, in sports has gotten so much better. Yeah. So like, yeah. it's not so much about like the off the court look, and I think the the off the court look is completely different from like what's practical when you're playing basketball. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. But like, I saw a pair of um, I saw a pair of the ones that yeah. were going on sale this week for, or not going on sale, but someone was reselling them. It was the Travis Scott um, collab mm-hmm. with Jordan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro, three thousand dollars. That's disgusting. I'll never, ever, ever. Three thousand dollars, like. Hey yo, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, no, never, yeah. never, never, yeah. never. Yeah, I was like, that's more than my first car, bro. That's more like. No, I'm, I'm not completely doing that, okay. <laughs> yeah. No. So no. I'll, I'll I'll be shopping at my my off the rack places, bro. I'll be hitting up winners. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got no shame in that, bro. Super yeah. play. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Man, yo, we got to talk one more thing, bro, before we get out of here, man. What's that? As we're going in this quarantine, you know, and man's can't really get to the barber and you're trying to, you know, still take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. I want to ask you guys. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Do you guys have skincare regimens, like, you know, grooming um, regimens that you take part in? Like, how do you stay fly? Ready. How do you stay ready? (laughs) Yes. Okay, so Nigga, I'll start with this. Let's talk about it I, for I, a little I bit. Do, 
obviously you have to have a, a really good shower, right? But you come out <laughs> a really you good out, shower. I, Start there. Okay, fine. You got moisturize, obviously lotion, that thing, whatever you use. And then what I do sometimes, honestly, is use aqua rub. Aqua rub with low pads. Obviously, go on my face because any any pimples, anything that you have on your face, it just cleans out your face, right? Mm-hmm. Either the seventy percent or the ninety nine percent. Use that, right? I guess my my dad kind of showed me this, obviously, when I was younger. And, and then you know, wipe your face. You can see that you can see that even after the shower, you still have a lot of dirt on yeah. your face, right? So mm-hmm. that's what I do. And then of course, cocoa butter, lotion. Try to get that over and try to go from there, right? But there is a lot of facial cream that you can use pause but um there, there's the lotion and the cocoa butter is gonna have to be what i have to have right <laughs> sorry i knew there was gonna be a pause in this at least once. i knew this could be at least right one. that's what it is alcohol alcohol works wonders man but doesn't that dry out your skin though i feel like alcohol like yeah. my, my girl put me on to um actually my sister and then my, my girl also did this too with the toners but like the alcohol free toners what's that yeah so, I, like, you basically use a toner what is a toner um, after you like you you know you scrub your skin or whatever with a face or with a facial rub, you use a toner to kind of get out the toxicity and it cleans up, gives you like your your skin a fresher glow. Hmm. What can we use in terms? Oh, never <laughs> never heard of a toner, right? 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 Yeah, yeah. Just for but, printers. but you want to get like this guy? I thought it was just for printers. <laughs> <laughs> Very good, man. But Very good. good. Try to use like an alcohol alcohol free one because like the alcohol will dry out your skin a little mm. bit. So well, but once once it dries out your skin, you put lotion on. You apply yeah, it of course, it. you got to moisturize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, what's yeah? So I'll try the toner, man. That's a that's a good that's a good tip. So guys, I'm I'm I'm, I'm 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 five and one, <laughs> five and one body wash. Uh, <laughs> I hit you with the five and one, but don't forget, I got the uh, I, I you got to take care of the beard. Uh, so oh, you know, yeah. I got I got I got some beard shampoo. Uh, yes. And then after that, I got like this. Um, I don't even know what it is, but basically, it's it's a beard. We'll just call it beard oil for lack of a better term, because it's a bunch of shit yeah. that like Mama Dukes mixed for me and put in like a little thing that like sick okay. for like my beard shine, the can growth. You, can you share? Now that I have a full beard, can you share? Is it CBD oil? What, what's, what do you There's got? There's no CBD in there, but yo, that's a great idea. CBD beard oil? Come that's on now, dog. Um, so like I, I rub the beard oil in or whatever's residual, put that on the headpiece, comb yeah. through. Um, that's it. Just water on the face. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Next time I have a social distance, uh, you know, drive to you. I need, I need that beard, that beard uh, ointment you have for sure. Yeah, yeah. I got. I'll, I'll show you. It's, it's pretty sick. Um, but uh, yeah, that's more or less, like it's it, to me. I'm like super simple, and I feel like when I was growing up, I mm. did have like uh, skin issues, like like ac- acne and shit like that in high school. Um, I, I was on the Accutane early and. Yeah, that was that was different. Like I, skin was always dry. My eyes were always red. Everybody always thought that I was high um, from then before <laughs> now. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, like it, it did its job though. Like since then, I haven't had much issues because like that back then I was diligent. I had the whole mm. facial yeah, yeah, pads yeah. and all that I was doing. Yeah. Now, like I wake up, I'm good to go. Like it's like I don't get pimples on my face at all. Nah, Zero. I don't really get pimples, but like I start getting blackheads, so that's why I wanted to use like a yeah, yeah, yeah. Face, facial mask or some sort of. To be honest, cleanser. yeah, yeah, I like the only areas I like I, I like I like to look at is my nose for real because that, yeah, that's yeah, probably yeah, about yeah. it. But like other than that, like I'm nice. Like I've been blessed and so lucky. Yeah, I really broke out. <laughs> but uh, alcohol rub, fam. That's what it is. Okay. Okay. I'll well, yo, know, maybe the listeners will suggest something to us. Yeah, Let yeah us know. for sure. Yeah. Well, that's a that's a good conversation that Mandem need to have a little more often, of course. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> the world generous speakers. Yes, yes, yes. Patrick Dennis Jr., you know what it is, man. Check out the website, Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. Boop. Brampton's finest. Finest. Of course, Brampton's finest. The website coming soon will be Brampton'sFinest.com. But once again, G underscore JB on Instagram and the Graham underscore JB on uh, Twitter, bro. You might have that. to like lock that down for real. I was just about to <laughs> say. I think I'm gonna have to do that. Yeah, I'm gonna do that for sure. Shots like Shaq. Shaq. You wish you. Wish you. Another episode in the COVID era. Stay safe, y'all. I dropped out of school. I'm still getting mad, but nigga don't test me. I played to the left. They went to the right. They tried to finesse me. Still running around with that blinker. I hope they don't catch me. Police had raided our spot, so we went to the next street. I mention my homies inside of my song cause I know they be trapping a lot I can't keep taking these pills when I'm in the trenches they say I be capping a lot I know a nigga who said he got rich all the dope but I know he be acting a lot I know some niggas who said that they took down the city but niggas be lacking a lot Yeah, That shit was awful, nigga had that dog food That day they shot you, I slid on the mongoose You could not come back around me, you turned your back on me, I cannot forget The police was lying, they said that they caught you but nigga they made you a